Here's some of the thoughts of John Legend. He's a, he's a singer, right? I don't mean to belittle him. I don't know. I, I, his name, I think he might, I should have Googled it. Uh, no, he's a songwriter, right? Is he a songwriter? He had thoughts. Well, DeSantis is a cruel and small individual, and he's, he's found as many cruel ways he can to uh, undermine uh, the progress that the voters of Florida overwhelmingly voted for. Um, you see his cruelty when it comes to arresting people who were told that they were allowed to vote. You see his cruelty when it comes to him uh, flying uh, refugees and and uh, asylum seekers around the country uh, based on deception and lies. Uh, he's a cruel, small person, and you're seeing that in his uh, resistance to uh, the Democratic reform that the voters of Florida overwhelmingly voted for. He's talking about uh, giving felons the right to vote, and but he's talking about doing that, as I understand it, in mass. Just boom, everybody gets their voting rights back. Instead of looking case by case to say, do we want a quadruple murderer to vote? You've taken three lives. Those three people will never get to vote again. Do you get to vote since they never will vote again? Now, if they knew the Lord, then they don't care. I I firmly believe they've said Earth. I kind of remember Earth. But they never get to vote again. So John Legend has thoughts. And I don't want to get you too excited or get you too hyped, but man, that Kevin McCarthy, whoo, on fire. Kevin McCarthy. Now, let me tell you, you're out late. But when you wake up tomorrow, we will be in the majority and Nancy Pelosi will be in the minority. Yes. Wow. So, oh, baby. The American people are ready for a majority that will offer a new direction. Oh, good. That will put America back on track. Mm. Republicans are ready to deliver it. Yeah, yeah. Pretty jazzed. Mitch McConnell might be the happiest guy. Because Mitch, of course, what was the central point of his campaign? To not campaign. Todd Herman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America, here's the Emerald City Exile, Todd Herman. Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. Huge shout out to uh, my, my friend. I, I guess it's not fair to call him a friend. He might not remember who I am. I interviewed him for a couple hours. I felt friendly with him. Mike Lindell from My Pillow. thank you for bringing your, uh, your brand over and letting us talk about that. And to help you sell pillows and do try the slippers. Amazing. Wearing them again. I wear them all over the house now. I'm avoiding talking about what happened. And, okay, the Republicans have the house. 
Let's check off on a couple things. Number one, God is still God. The Lord Jesus is still part of the Godheads. As is the Holy Spirit, we still have all that. We will always have all that. It cannot be taken from us. We can surrender it. But it can't be ripped from us. And of course, God can't be forced to do anything. So we have that. We have a house majority with the same exact message as when I worked in D.C. Hey, we fired Pelosi. Cool. We have a figurehead president uh, who's announced he's going to run again. And we have a balkanized nation. And the question is, should we allow further balkanization? Balkanization, should we move to our red states? You know what I did. And yet I have dear friends who are behind in the separate country of Washington fighting. I have friends in California who continue the fight. But is there a model? Is Ron DeSantis, is he an act? Is he a one-man show? Is he a, is he a charisma thing? Or is there a model? Is there such a thing as the DeSantis model? And what to make about all male voting not male female they don't exist as you know but mail-in voting and what was its effect on all this and elections they say have consequences they say well elections do and <laughs> if you haven't heard about what's in the offing. Uh, The World Health Organization has announced that it's, it's no longer, it's no longer just health that they need to be in charge of. Uh, It's everything. No, because of the, because of the weather, because of the climate, they need to be in charge of transportation and energy. They say that health has to be at the center of everything. Food supplies. What you're allowed to eat. That seems risky to me. (laughs) That seems super risky to me to be completely scientific about it. If you have not yet made your appointment with Bulwark Capital Management, I urge you to do this before the end of the year. The closer you are to retirement or in retirement, the less risk your portfolio can stand. And Bulwark Capital Management is completely focused on risk management. I say they're setting people up to make it through the chaos economy. That's the way I look at it. So simply call them, get an appointment, let them look through your portfolio as it exists now. Incidentally, if you are 58 years of age or older and still working, you can transfer your 401k under their control. And it is not a taxable event. They can just take control. They have more options. Here's their phone number. It's 866-779-RISK. That's 866-779-RISK. Or you can do this during the show. You can go to knowyourriskradio.com. 
Remember this, that uh, investment advice cannot be given without a client services agreement. Bulwark Capital Management is an investment advisor representative of Trek Financial LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor. So there was this statistic and it could have and probably should have equated into far more gains uh, from the Republicans. In fact, it was the RNC Research Division that posted this little clip from CNN on their Twitter channel. Feelings about the way things are going in the U.S. This is a bleak picture from this electorate. Look down here. 39% dissatisfied. 34% are downright angry. That's 73%. Three quarters of the electorate uh, tell us they're dissatisfied or angry. Only 5% enthusiastic. 20% satisfied. Now, people could be angry. Uh, about the things that the GOP has uh, has promoted, which is nothing. There is the 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 ban on federal abortions. The states, of course, can still choose to kill babies or not kill babies. So that's still in place. But of course, that messaging is lost on people who are hypnotized by the Mockingbird media or somehow still find anyone in the Biden regime believable. That's a lot of people. But anger under a figurehead president, Biden, should have translated into more victories for the opposition party. What was the unifying message? More so, what was the unifying governance? I think we should take away a lot from this election. There was not a single COVID lockdown fanatic, tyrant, dictator who lost a gubernatorial seat. Why? Because no Republican ran on a no lockdown ticket that got any notice. Yes, there were some occasional people who did that. There were people who ran for governor who tried that. Scott Jensen tried it. But there was no unifying support. The GOP as a whole did not come out and say, we will never do this to you again. And we're going to look into and investigate the people who did do it. Rand Paul won one re-election. And Rand Paul says, if they have control of the Senate, that Rand Paul is going to start going after people. And, that, and by people, he means Fauci. He has it in for Fauci. Rand is still afraid to take on Big Pharma. Ron Johnson won. He's mentioned the COVID cartels. But one man governed against the COVID cartels. Now, he got there later than I would have liked. Christy Nome probably has the best record on COVID overall. And she made a big slip up, going coward for a little while on the transgender lies, so-called transgender. No such thing. It's just a made-up word. Such a thing as gender dysphoria. It, it is very painful. And it used to be very rare. Now it's been promoted. Now it's brave and stunning because pharma is paying to promote it. And the Mockingbird media is owned by pharma. 
And many people in the so-called public health sphere are owned by pharma. But once DeSantis figured it out, he began to govern against pharma. He began to govern against lockdowns, not talk about them being bad. He began to govern against them. He began to show what I say I do. And I'm willing to take on the media. He did it time and again, and I can play countless clips of Ron DeSantis taking on the media because he did it countless times. DeSantis never shied away from that. And DeSantis DeSantis went straight at many of the sacred idols of the Mockingbird media, like Zuckbucks. We're here today because we believe in education, not indoctrination. We are not going to use your tax dollars to teach our kids to hate this country or to hate each other. Well, I mean, that's the uh, CRT. He went after CRT. He did go after the Zuckbucks. We are creating, for the first time ever, uh, in-state government an Office of Election Crimes and Security to be able to prosecute voter fraud. This bill now requires them to clean their voting rolls every year. And so I think it's important. You're getting an absentee ballot. That means make sure that's your ballot. You, know, you go in to vote, and in, in the process, you show your ID to be able to get into the polling place. You want to make sure the same for the mail. If you ballot harvest in the state of Florida, this is now a third-degree felony that you could be hit with. And so, what some of these uh, elections offices were doing around the country is saying, okay, you can't do that, but we're going to take Zuckerbucks for legal expenses or all these other things. So we've expanded it like, no way. There's not going to be any nook and cranny. You are not getting Zuckerbucks in any of this stuff. He called out John Legend. John Legend called him a small and cruel person, but Ron DeSantis governed against pharma and against cruelty. The bill that we're going to sign today is called the No Patient Left Alone Act, and it increases patient protections and ensures Florida families have a fundamental right to visit their loved ones receiving care in Florida hospitals, hospices, and long-term care facilities. The bill bans uh, facilities from requiring visitors to show proof of COVID vaccination. Also, policies cannot prohibit physical contact, such as hugging between their loved ones. They would actually police this where you go in and you said, okay, you may be able to go, but you can't give uh, your wife a hug or you can't give your, your, your kid a hug. I mean, give me a break. And so we need to be able to protect that. Uh, this ensures families can be there and patients can have their support system around them when it ma- matters And DeSantis's team packaged his actions as governor into clips like that. Easily understood for busy people. And one of the problems you will have when you talk to the best and brightest, smartest shiny shoes, when you try to get them to talk past 
some minor decreases in taxation and a, a little bit less regulation. And let's say you do something like, hey, Kevin McCarthy, why don't we have, why don't we propose a nationwide ban on chemically and surgically mutilating children? Oh, there's a lot of nuance to that. And, and that's difficult to explain and, and people don't understand it. And oh, let's talk about sports. I'll make a, I'll make a mention once in a while that, that what I will choose to participate in the deception, I will choose to participate and pretending there's other than biological males. And so I'll say biological males should not be able to compete against biological females, therefore backing up the idea that there's something other than a biological male or female with the small exception of people who are intersex. Like there are a lot of times that there are, I don't want to say mutilations because it can sound like calling a people a mutant, but mistakes in our genetic code. It happens. I can't imagine how painful that is and the decision that you'd have to make. And I easily pray for that. But DeSantis packaged these things in easily understood ways. The Constitution of Florida has vested the veto power in the governor, not in individual state attorneys. And so when you flagrantly violate your oath of office, when you make yourself above the law, uh, you have violated your duty, uh, you have neglected your duty, and you are displaying a lack of competence uh, to be able to reform those duties. And so today we are suspending state attorney Andrew Warren effective immediately. Hey, you're not going to support and prosecute the laws of the state of Florida? You're the attorney general. You don't get to say in the state of Florida, you don't get to say, I don't like this law. So I'm not going to enforce this law. He made it easily understood. There's the constitution. This is the pledge. This is what this guy won't do. How about this? How about a national organizing principle from Mitch McConnell on? We're going to run on politicians will follow every law they write. How about that? How about, hey, you don't have a pension. We're canceling ours. How about that? How about no longer any will any human being be stopped from saying goodbye to and touching a loved one? How about that? No, there was no organizing principle. There was no plan for governance because McConnell didn't want it this time. Now we've got the House and all they can get busy with a bunch of busy work, legislation and investigation that will go nowhere. Because, well, the Senate, we just don't have control. You just have to give us more Republican votes. Then we can have control. And then you I need a problem, President, I get this country back, back, on, back, back on track. But is there something deeper to DeSantis? Is there something deeper to the man? Or is it just smart policy? I, I wouldn't say it's charisma. I wouldn't say that, but then again, Kevin McCarthy's proof of the fact that charisma doesn't matter. Now, let me tell you, tell you're out you. late. That's not how you talk, Kevin. But when you wake up tomorrow, we will be in the majority and Nancy Pelosi will be in the minority. Yeah. 
just like when I was there in 2009. Wow, baby. 13 years later. The American people are ready for a majority mm. that will offer a new direction, that will put America back on track. Yeah. Republicans are ready to deliver it. And he is wearing a blue suit and a white shirt and kind of an off red, not too red, kind of an off red, maybe even a touch of burgundy in his tie. His hair is awesome. Is there something more to Ron DeSantis? Is there something that people sense? If you ask people at MSNBC, you want to know who ran an incredible campaign, ran an amazing campaign? See, Mitch McConnell had said, well, I'd like to have a Senate majority. We're having some candidate, uh, can, can, uh, can, uh, we're having some candidate, uh, candidate quality issues. Uh, just, uh, just don't have any, uh, we don't have uh, quality candidates, uh, so we can't uh, get, uh, we can't uh, gain a bunch of seats in the Senate. We've got quality, uh, candidate quality issues. So we will, of course, explore that, won't we? The... The frog? The bone? Guys, this is a message to folks who are purchasing bone frog coffee and you've got the subscription. So you are leveled up. Number one, I don't believe I've thanked you for that. I apologize. Thank you for supporting the program. Thank you for supporting my friend and brother, Tim Cruikshank, a 25-year Navy veteran and Navy SEAL. Thank you for choosing quality coffee that is made by a coffee legend and made by and mentored by the making is mentored by Dave Stewart. Some of the blends he makes, roasts he makes on his own for Bone Frog, exclusively for. Thank you for the bonefrog.us website and visiting there. Now, if you're leveled up on that, Here's one way you can help promote this company for continued growth, and that is to go get the merch at bonefrog.us because the merch is high quality and it's good looking because I wear the merch a lot. So I wear the hats, I have the baseball hats, and I, I wore the stocking cap to the gym the other day. I got asked three times about it and simply turned around backwards so they could read what it was. Bone Frog Coffee. If you haven't yet tried it, I can't think of a better reason to do this than the Thanksgiving meal, because at that point, you can distribute the coffee to friends and see what they think of it. And with Christmas coming, if you have friends who are retired military or they're in the military now, and particularly if they're SEALs, why would we not give SEALs coffee that also supports the families of fallen Navy SEALs? Now, that's a pretty, pretty small group, SEALs. But there's special ops, there's Green Berets, and there's, frankly, people who serve in any capacity. Cops, firefighters. And the gift is also reminding them that to look on the package when they get it. To look and see God, country, team. And I saw a brother drinking, a, <laughs> drinking from a coffee cup the other morning from that other coffee company that said that they were all about the Second Amendment. And then, whoops, whoops, bad press. Oh, never mind. That will not happen with Bonefrog Coffee at bonefrog.us. God Country Team, non-negotiable, stays on the bags. I think these doctors need to get sued for what's happening. 
And he did it. Uh, he didn't do that, but he banned uh, gender, uh, gender mutilation. This is MSNBC talking about what they considered to be an amazing campaign. And remember this from Mitch McConnell. Uh, I, I like to see some majority. Uh, problem is, you know, we're having, we're having some, uh, some candidate quality issues uh, and just can't seem to uh, overcome it. Fetterman campaign. They ran an amazing campaign. Mm-hmm. I mean, just at a technical level, they had a candidate who has a very severe stroke the day before the primary. He is recovering from said stroke in real time during one of the most watched and competitive races in the entire country in a state that's extremely narrow. Their ability to define Mehmet Oz early while their candidate was unable to campaign in person, their ability to work through and be transparent about the health problems he was recovering from, their messaging, like, it was a remarkably well, just at a technical level of political operativeness, it was a remarkably well run And, and made some bold choices to go do the debate. I mean, yeah. let's also say John Fetterman, recovering from a stroke, tenacious, focused, unstoppable through a health event that I think would have taken a lot of people out of the game. Mehmet Oz is an embarrassment. And Mehmet Oz never should have been our nominee. And Mehmet Oz doesn't live in Pennsylvania. And the people of Pennsylvania, God bless you guys, the choice that you had. Now, I can agree with Mitch McConnell on Mehmet Oz, but John Fetterman won. He's a quality candidate. If Mehmet Oz, whatever his first name is, is it Mehmet? If he had been able to run under a national umbrella of some specific messaging. Now, of course, he couldn't turn around and say, ban chemical and surgical mutilation of kids because Mehmet Oz is into that. He thinks that's a great idea. Lockdowns? Well, problematic. But the Democrats can win with Fetterman. Maybe that's a unique case. Maybe that's not fair. Maybe Pennsylvania is so unique. Maybe that's simply just not a fair comparison. But is there something else about Ron DeSantis? Today. Now, today is the culmination of the 2022 fall elections. But in reality, Americans have been voting for many years now. They've been voting with their feet. And the results of that behavior has been just as stark as our landslide victory today. States and cities governed by leftist politicians have seen crime skyrocket. They've seen their taxpayers abused. They've seen medical authoritarianism imposed, and they've seen American principles discarded. The woke agenda has caused millions of Americans to leave these jurisdictions for greener pastures. of Americans. And that's true. And every time a conservative leads one of these fallen states, it's one fewer conservative vote. Take note, Republican governors. Take note. The balkanization is real. The Lord is allowing this country to be split. There are states that worship the killing, well, I should say it this way, that that worship the murdering of babies, that worship it. 
there are states that worship selling people children. Every time I say this, someone sends me a note and says, send me the link. So I will try to remember to put this in the show notes again. The selling of children is a real thing in the separate country of Washington. You can purchase kids in bulk. True story. You can fly in a surrogate mother. You can fly in a pregnant surrogate mother. She can stay there for just as long as it takes for her to give birth to the kids that you are going to purchase. You have to fly there once to visit, and then you can leave with 10 or 12 kids. And you never need to come back. Oh, and by the way, there are no background checks. We couldn't run against that. How many people are going to think that is a good idea? God is dividing. Well, he's not. He's allowing this country to be divided. If he didn't want it divided, it wouldn't become divided as it is. And yet that's exactly what he's allowing to occur. But is there something else about Ron DeSantis? I just played a bit of his victory speak. Did you, a speech, did it give you an emotional lift, a thrill? Are you drawn to looking at him? Does he have this, this magnetism, animal or otherwise? I think there's something, something much, much deeper that goes on with a guy like DeSantis. And I think it goes to something that the Apostle Paul taught us about. The Apostle Paul says that even people who've not been exposed to the law, that was the Mosaic law, and people who've not been exposed to the teachings of the Lord Jesus, have within them the knowledge of right versus wrong. And this can be referred to as natural law. We naturally know when we see a great big huge man slap a little kid or slap a woman, we instantly know that's not right. That man is far bigger and far stronger and he has no business slapping that woman. Well, no man has any business slapping any woman, regardless of size, or or beating that kid up. We, we instinctively know these things. We watch someone steal something or destroy something that belongs to someone else and we say, that's not right. And we can feel it from the time that we're born. Now, with DeSantis, there's something else about him. How wealthy is he? His net worth is minuscule. Unless he is super, super good at the con and hiding money somewhere, his wealth is minuscule. It's average. Is that it? That he's an average man? I mean, he does some unaverage things, some surprising things. He illustrates absurdity by being absurd. He draws the left into arguments they can't win 
by simply doing what they do. Oh, you like to fly illegal immigrants around the country to the place where you want them to be? Cool, I'll do that too. And I'll fly them to your backyard and you'll kick them out in two days. You will not let them stay in Martha's Vineyard. We all know that. You could have just given up the some of the Airbnbs you had. There, there was plenty of room. Those people could have stayed in great comfort. There was all sorts of facilities available. You know, the, what, three or four million dollar tent they put up for uh, Barack Hussein Obama? Mm-mm-mm, God love Rush. For his birthday party, they could have put that back up. But that, 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 that's, is that just stuntery? Man, I would like to know who advises DeSantis on things like that. Is there a model? People vote with their feet. That's a model. Republican governors, you can have a similar model, but you have to have a similar approach. You have to demonstrate we are about law and order. We are about secure elections. We are about protecting your kids from the pharmaceutical industrial complex of evil. We are about taking control of the schools for sanity. We are about saying to companies that want to posture as woke to make money like the disgusting Disney Corporation. Okay, that's going to cost you. You used your power to get a a status that made you basically a state within a state. We're going to go ahead and take that from you. And I don't care if it costs me campaign donations. I am going to take it away from you. Message, medium, those things matched. And so did the lawmaking. The product is the promise. And the promise was the product. Back in the day when I was a guest lecturer at UCLA Anderson, I used to use a comparison with young people. I would take a flag. I would take three flags. One was for Coca-Cola, a Coca-Cola flag. One was for the pirate flag. And one was for an international health organization, the Red Cross. And I would present all three flags and we would have a little contest. And I would reveal pixel by pixel. They'd be blocked with black. I would reveal them pixel by pixel. Guess which one won? Oh, and there is a point to that. There, there really is, I promise. Hey, um, wow, I was thinking that. Now, that would be such a goofy transition. Oh, don't do it. Don't give in. Just talk about your partner. Okay, I was just talking about soda weight loss, just straightforward, sodaweightloss.com. If I were you having heard this two, three, four times and having not acted upon it, maybe I've just shelved the idea. So let's talk about people who have no XX fat on their body. Sweet. Congratulations. Well done. If you did anything, maybe it's you've won the genetic lottery. Do you know people who are suffering from too much fat on their bodies? Now, that is a tough conversation. That's really tough. And yet, people give you openings all the time. 
You know, a brother or sister might say to you something like, you know, I saw an old picture of myself and I don't know. I mean, I love myself, but it's just, it's hard. It's hard to see. I kind of let myself go. You have an opportunity there to say, I love you so much. And hey, without regard to weight, I love you. And hey, are you saying that to know I love you? Because I'll always love you. Are you sharing that with me because you are trying, you want to do something about it? And if they open it up and say, hey, I want to do something about it, you can simply say, I listened to a guy who does a podcast. He himself has lost 150 pounds. He has kept it off for almost a decade. He recommended a program to his wife. He recommended it to a very close family member. I hear all the time updates from podcast listeners. They're having great, great, great um, results with this company. Can I give you the name? Soda Weight Loss, S-O-T-A weightloss.com. Now, if you yourself have put this off, it could be a price thing. Hey, not everybody can afford everything. Got that. But if you really look at the cost of the soda program and you amortize it across the rest of your life, I mean, what are we really talking about? You could take this down to the level, if you keep the weight off and they'll show you how to do that, you could take this down to below a penny a day, to, to well below a penny a day, the longer you keep the unwanted fat off your body. And remember that the cost also includes the food and the counseling, and it includes the weigh-ins, it includes correcting us when we go off course. It's sodaweightloss.com, S-O-T-A weightloss.com. It stands for state of the art. So is there something else about Ron DeSantis? There's this. Well, 17 states changed all the rules on voting because of a flu. Only nine states went through and sort of changed things back. Ron DeSantis is one of the states that didn't just sort of change things back. He changed things back. Because a rushed change to something as huge as voting invites fraud. It invites mistakes. It invites foolishness. But that's not it. We have in our hearts knowledge of right and wrong. We also have in our Bible examples of people who did it the right way. Now, I am not comparing Ron DeSantis to the Apostle Paul in any serious sense because I don't know a a, a lick about the faith of Ron DeSantis. I know that he says he's a Christian. He governs in a Christian way. He's not making himself, in any obvious sense, a wealthy man by being in office. Maybe his plan is to do that later. Maybe he's not animated by money. It appears to me that the best attack they could come up against Ron DeSantis, come up with against DeSantis was, um, there were some kids who didn't like his cool teacher approach. Seriously. That's seriously an attack that the New York Times put out. Ron DeSantis had a reputation as, quote, a cool teacher, but some students didn't appreciate his casual style. Oh, well, then, therefore, he's awful, and clearly, he's literally Hitler. Hitler. 
In Acts 17, 22 through 34, the Apostle Paul, he goes out doing what he does, which is being perhaps the best of the traveling apostles. That was not a band. I mean, he traveled a lot. Paul then stood in the meeting at Areopagus. I tried my best. And he said, people of Athens, I see that in every way you are very religious. For as I walked around and looked carefully at your objects of worship, I even found an altar with this inscription to an unknown God. So you're ignorant of the very thing you worship, and this is what I'm going to proclaim to you. The God who made the world and everything in it is the Lord of heaven and earth and does not live in temples built by human beings. And he's not served by human hands as if he needed anything. Rather, he himself gives everyone life and breath and everything else. That first line about, I see you're very religious people. You're praying to made up gods. Sarcasm from the day. Brilliantly done. You're just covering all the bases. He was fighting rhetorically. He did it in grace, but he was able to use sarcasm. DeSantis does this constantly and somehow does it in grace and somehow doesn't come off sounding enraged, happy warrior he is. But there's something else. We have a sense in our minds and in our DNA for when someone is a good person. Sometimes, sometimes we get fooled. You spend enough time around people and you get a, a, you can get a pretty quick take on folks, but sometimes we get fooled. But in our very Bible, it talks about what are the qualifications for an elder. Now, I get it. DeSantis is not running to be our elder. We're not electing a pastor in chief. I get that. I understand the separation of the roles. And as the body of Christ and the people who are in the body of Christ, we have the responsibility to raise up people who at least share these qualities. And I think DeSantis does. Here's a couple of Bible quotes. This is 1 Timothy 3 verses 1 through 6. Here's a trustworthy saying. Whoever aspires to be an overseer desires a noble task. Now, the overseer is to be above reproach, faithful to his wife, temperate, self-controlled, respectable, hospitable, able to teach, not given to drunkenness, not violent, but gentle, not quarrelsome, not a lover of money. He must manage his own family well and see that his children obey him, and he must do so in a manner worthy of full respect. If anyone does not know how to manage his own family, how can he take care of God's church? He must not be a recent convert. Or he may be conceited and fall under the same judgment as the devil. He must also have a good reputation with outsiders so that he will not fall into disgrace and into the devil's trap. Titus 1, verse 6 through 9, an elder must be blameless, faithful to his wife, a man whose children believe, and are not open to the change of being wild and disobedient. Since an overseer manages God's household, he must be blameless, not overbearing, not quick-tempered, not given to drunkenness, not violent, not pursuing dishonest gain. Rather, he must be hospitable, one who loves what is good, who is self-controlled, upright, holy, and disciplined. He must hold firmly to the trustworthy messages that has been taught so that he can encourage others by sound doctrine and refute those who oppose it. And refute those who oppose it. 
DeSantis, through rhetoric and through governance, refuted those who oppose sound doctrine. We're made in the image of God, man and woman. We're going to sue doctors, so-called doctors, who sexually mutilate children, so they're neither. I'm not quarrelsome, so I'm, and, and God doesn't want us to be quarrelsome. doesn't want us to hate our neighbor. Therefore, we're going to outlaw teaching children to hate themselves and their neighbors. We're not to seek to serve ourselves. To pursue dishonest gain. So we're not going to let Big Pharma purchase your bodies through mRNA injection diktats. Rhetorically, from a perspective of governance, Ron DeSantis governs like a good church elder. And for to know of his family, he's loyal to his wife and his kids. And his wife has been going through cancer. And he has stood by her. Maybe in a pretty bad outcome for Republicans. I know the House with the on fire. <sighs> Pardon me. Ooh. The on fire, uh, <sighs> Kevin McCarthy, pardon me, with a pretty lackluster result, one guy blew it out of the water. Now, he was running against Chuck Crist, but Mehmet Oz ran against John Fetterman. Chucky Schumer is reelected. Ron DeSantis blew it out. Does he have God's favor? God decides that. I certainly have no idea. I would just say, without knowing a thing about his religious faith, if he has any, I've heard him say he's a Christian, so I shouldn't say that. I just I don't know what that means to him. Except, I have a pretty good sense. I think this is something about what we need to pray. Are there more DeSantis's? Is it just him or is there a DeSantis model to be had? I believe there is a DeSantis model. This is the Todd Herman Show. Please go be well, be strong, be kind, and let us all pursue this sort of respectful behavior that was described in those two biblical passages. Even if none of us want to be church elders, what would happen if we all acted like it?